0: Lord, it was bad out there, but it is great with you. Oh, glory be to God. And so here he is. He repents. He repents. He's he's practicing. He practices his message. He practices. He's like, I got to get it right when I see my father. So you can see the understanding of shame and guilt and pain that comes. And that's what happens when we are sinful. We're full of shame and guilt. But the beautiful thing about love is that love covers a multitude of sins. Love helps brings us back into the place where we know we messed up. Love welcomes us. And it Encourage us and it brings us. Yeah, that's why you by we understanding what God's love is, we understand how we can love the difficult. We can love those who reject us and still love them, pray for them and encourage them because God loves us. And So look at verse 17 it says, though. When he finally came to his senses, see, the world will take from you. Will not give you anything back He hired himself out to work But nothing was given back to him He was so low And so out He was happy to eat What the pigs were eating The son now humbled Humbled And humiliated Realizing his pride Caused him to fall He sinned against God And his father They are both witnesses Of his sin These two witnesses can testify of his error and his transgressions. But yet what we can learn is that he acknowledges this and he accepts this. He doesn't hide from it. He confesses. There's a there's a there's a a power of joy and a sense of integrity and character when we can acknowledge when we are wrong, when we can admit that we have been wrong. That's how we show love to those who love us. Even when we have hurt them, we've been we've rejected them. And when we come to our senses and realize, you know what? What I said was harmful. What I did was hurtful towards you. And I am sorry. I sinned against you. That's love. When one sinned against God, oftentimes they have hurt someone else in the same action. Just as God is open to forgiveness and desires, repentance that we not perish, so should we be open to forgive those even before they say, I'm sorry. Living in a, this wasteful life shows that how he re, re, rejected all that his, his father gave him. And so because of this lack of responsibility, because of this riotous and prodigal life, he feels no longer worthy to be called his father's son. He feels he brought a shame to the name. He now does not see himself able to be identified. In the family and with his father. His lifestyle he feels is no longer worthy to go back what he left. The standard life that he used to have, he feels that he does not deserve. And so the younger son sees that he's now fully abased and comes humbly to his father. But verse 22 and verse 24 has a but. Thank God for the buts. But his father said to the servants, quick, Bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his and sandals for his feet and kill the calf. We have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast for this son of mine was dead and now has returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. I'm almost done with this message, but indulge me as I want to emphasize this point right here. This is the whole point of the lost message. When the man left the ninety nine for the one, it says he lifted him on the shoulders and rejoiced for what was lost has now been found. Likewise, the woman with the lost coin turned all the lights on in the house looking for this one coin and tells all the family and friends about, hey, I found what was lost. And it says just the same way as it is in heaven, angels rejoice over one sinner. Repenting here. You see the father say, hey, everybody in the household, we're going to celebrate for my son is home. He was dead, but now he's alive. He was lost, but now he is found. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate that he is good and God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So you can see it was just good to be in his presence. It was good just to come back Home, his whole countenance was changed. Notice how his, he showed up. He showed up in rags. He showed up with no shoes. That's a sense of poverty that he was so low that he had nothing to cover his feet. But the son was able to come these miles and with his feet shattered, that he got a new robe. They put on a ring of honor upon him and they killed a feast for him. I'm so glad today that I know a God that we can come. Broken, We can come shattered. We can come distressed. And he's able to change not only our continence and our attitude, but he can change us and make us brand new. But yet, remember, I said there's two sons in the story. And so one was lost, but now it's found. But now we're going to find another son is lost. That's the elder brother. Meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house, and he asked one of the servants what was going on. Your brother is back, he was told, and your father has killed the fattened calf, and we are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, all these years I slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me. And all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fatty calf. The older brother could not celebrate with the younger brother, with his father. The older son saw the younger in the failure. He viewed himself righteous for, for staying and working with his father, not going out to foreign lands and living a wasteful life as his brother did. So the father has to come and try to reach him even more. The father's love for the elder is the same for the love for the younger son. So his father says to him, look, dear son, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. God's love. Never. Changed. I want to highlight something here. Remember uh, the ninety nine were OK, but he went to get the one. Here it is again. The elder, the ninety nine are, are, are high and mighty, and I've done right. I've been right. Why are you celebrating those who have not done right? Those who does despicable things. How are you going to be excited about them getting right? And the father's pointing out to them, say, hey, everything I have is yours. You have had access to everything. You are correct, son. Everything I have is your. Here's another thing about what happens when people are being rejected. They get rejected because they refuse to communicate to those who love them. The son could all he had to do was ask, hey, father, can I get the fatty calf and have a time with my friends? But the son did not ask. The father pointed out that everything I had was yours. And so sometimes we miss out of fully experiencing someone's love because we shut them down. We live them out because we refuse to communicate to them. That's why God was letting us know what love is, that for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. God understood we don't know what love is, so he had to show us what love He had to communicate to us what love is, so we will understand what love is, because all by ourselves we think we know what love is, but we don't know how to love as God has showed us what love is. And so when we understand that love is strong and love is hard, just as the father loved both his sons, he looks to bless both his sons. But also, he also understands that when one was broken and one was in need, one need to be lifted up. One need to be cared for. One need to be loved. So again, how do we love the, the hard and the rejected, the difficult? We gotta love them the same way. We can't change in our love. We gotta be patient. We gotta be kind. We gotta be gentle. You got to be forgiving. That's what love is. And Think about how God loves us. That we've messed up. We've rebelled. We've rejected him. But yet the promise is still the same. All who call in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus came for the broken and for the lost. Will you surrender to him? Will you come to him now? Let us pray. Father, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Forgive us, God, for our pride, our ego, our rejection, our hurtful language, our rebelliousness. Thank you, God, that your love never fails. Your mercy is everlasting. Your grace is sufficient. Father, there might be someone who does not know you. Lord, we thank you that you know them. Speak to their hearts right now. Remind them of how greatly you love them. Regardless of where they are, you can reach them. So, Father, we pray that we can look to you and turn to you and confess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. In Jesus' great name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. If this message encourages you, I encourage you to share this with someone else. Uh, encourage them to turn to God and to know that his love never fails and his love is great. Until we meet again, know that Jesus loves you and so do I. God bless you.